everybody this is father luke rowicki and brother andrew tory my co-host on this amazing podcast that you know fondly as pause and play and so we're in the middle of this series on discernment we're calling it all in tell me why why did life give me this card because that was a little different than the melody that we had planned. Tell me I'm why. Going all <laughs> in. <laughs> so, um, Backstreet Boys, thank you for that amazing uh, little thank melody. You, Nick we can you can really apply to anything in your life, just Backstreet Boys. There's a lot of wisdom there. So, um, we're continuing this path. Uh, why is discernment even a thing that we're talking about? We talked about that awareness, the importance of knowing yourself. And part of knowing yourself, and actually he calls it an indispensable ingredient to discernment. Pope Francis, we're following his speeches he's given on discernment starting last year, uh, is desire. What a cool thing to talk about because no one on this listening to this podcast is without desire. Yes. So Pope Francis, oh, what, do you remember what the, what date this audience is from? It's... This is uh, October 12th. So again, if yeah, if y'all want to follow, okay. follow along, October 12th, uh, audience with Pope Francis. Yeah, so just go ahead and Google that, Pope Francis Desire, October 12th, and you'll find this awesome, awesome speech. And Pope Francis says that desire is, um, it's like a nostalgia for fullness. What a, a cool nostalgia. Yeah, a nostalgia for fullness that never finds fulfillment and is the sign of God's presence in us. That's that's his definition of desire. It's like, oh, I want this fullness. I'm, I want this goal, but I never quite totally get it, but I keep on going forward. And that whole dynamic that he, that he mentions is a sign that, hey, God is with you. God, but why? Like, why should I conclude that, Father Luke? Like, maybe I desire just to have... I mean, I mean, maybe I desire to have a family. I mean, that's beautiful. Maybe I desire to become a successful lawyer. And I, I know when I was a when I was a kid, when I was a baby, not a baby, <laughs> when I had the age of reason. When I was a baby, 10, I wanted 11, to be a lawyer. <laughs> I thought of being like like I love to argue, and so I wanted to. I imagined myself as being like the chief justice on the Supreme Court, like the highest position, is best the best lawyer ever. Um, how is that desire indicative of God's presence? Like, I don't see that relationship, but that's what the Pope says. Like, what's going on? Well, we're made for greatness. We're made for God. And like, even the term nostalgia is kind of a strange thing that maybe like we wouldn't all like think, oh yeah, desires and nostalgia. No, desires, like I want that thing and I don't have it. And so get out of my way. I'm coming for you. But God is in us and he calls us to himself. And uh -huh. so like being a good lawyer and is like using these gifts that God has placed in your, I didn't, I've never wanted to be a lawyer, for example. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. So it's indicative of that. You are made by a God who loves you, has made you the way that you are. And you're not like anybody else. And you're desiring a good thing to give glory to him. All of that's wrapped up in this, what he's, what the Pope says is nostalgia, which is like, you don't have nostalgia of something you've never experienced. You have nostalgia uh -huh. of, Oh, when I was a kid, I used to rock. I used to swing on that uh, tire swing, 
as like the leaves, the autumn leaves fell from the trees, and my oh, man. my mom called out, "Hot apple cider." Like, <laughs> that actually never with happened that, in my life with that accent from the <laughs> south. My mom doesn't sound like that. So, but like nostalgia is like, man, like those were the good old days, you know. Well, like if we have nostalgia, it's actually like saying, like I don't have nostalgia for. I was a weird example as I was reading this. Like, I never wanted Chinese food. I never desired Chinese food what? until until. My first, after my first time going to Panda Express, I did not enjoy it. I got orange <laughs> chicken. Everyone loves orange chicken. This is 15 years ago. It's a long time. I love Chinese food. And I got orange chicken. I didn't like it. And two weeks later, I remember like having the option of my dad saying, Hey, what, like, what do y'all want for food? And I wanted orange chicken. It was so strange, but it's because <laughs> I'd already experienced it that then I could, I could crave it and desire it. Yeah. But, but Andrew, I think like, I don't know if that even answers your question, but there's something about nostalgia where it's like, on a spiritual level, we've already experienced or we have we have some experience that allows us then to desire to go back to that thing. Yeah, that we ultimately want or ultimately seeking. Yeah, it's sort of like, I guess the way I look at it is I have built into the, the, the innermost part of who I am. Fiber of my being. The, I wasn't going to say that because it sounds so cliche, but whatever. I was going to say the fabric of my being. <laughs> that whatever. sounds just not even cliche. <laughs> no one's ever said that. Like it built into me, like the way I'm, the way I am, like everything I do is because I, I, I desire ultimate fullness of life, right? And every little choice that I make is, is, is on this backdrop of like ultimate fullness. Like you like just a simple exercise that you do, like, well, why do you want to be a lawyer? Oh, because one day I want to be a chief justice in the Supreme Court. Why do you want to do that? Because I want to, because I want to um, help people. Contribute. I want to help people. Why do you want to help people? Because I want to to do something meaningful. Meaningful with my life. Why do you want to do that? Well, because it's good. It's a good thing to do. Why is that a good thing? Well, because that's the way I'm made. And like, why are you made like that? Well, no, because somebody made me that way. Oh, who's the that? alpha and the omega. Exactly. So every little choice, every little desire that we have, or a big desire, or a big choice, is because of this ultimate desire that I think is the sign of God's presence in us, right? Yes. Yeah. And desire, like just what you're saying, like, it awakens something in us that on the day-to-day basis, if you're bouncing around from thing to thing to thing, like, oh, I want to do that. Oh, look over there, like squirrel, whatever. Like you're <laughs> you're not aware that you're made for this great thing like just that that those questions you just asked that came out in that really awesome sometimes a little bit cheesy but like movie of philip near you remember you seen that ah uh, yes like, uh-huh. he has yeah, like this, yeah. this young priest who's like oh one day i want to be a uh, priest at this amazing church and then what Pope, uh, philip near is and then what and then bishop and then what and then cardinal and then what and then pope and he gets all excited and he says and then what and it makes him stop and think like Man, yeah, it's almost like there's it's never enough because we're made for something deeper and greater. So we need to get in touch with that thing. And that's what desire is actually. He, Pope Francis says it's a, like a compass. A, what does a compass do? It leads you in a certain direction. It like helps orient yourself. So like, you know, okay, oh yeah, this is where I'm supposed to go. Uh, we need to get in touch with our desire. Otherwise, we're just like shooting blanks. We have, okay, do I go left or right or down or up or... 
I don't know. I just, I just feel like doing, I don't know. I'm just going to sit on the couch. Cause I don't even know. Like there's so many, oppor- so many possibilities and I don't even know where to start. Well, start with what do you desire? Deep what down. Do you desire? When you said never enough, I just wanted to like burst into never enough. Well, the greatest never showman. Enough. And that actually, <laughs> and brother Angel, that is like a great example. Like the whole, the protagonist is literally like that song describes like he's searching for something. He has to like make himself always bigger shows and more yeah, important and more and, and more. And then like, and meanwhile, his, he's like distances himself from what truly makes him happy. And then, and then, and then what he thought would make him happy like this amazing, amazing circus, everything perfect. It burns down. He loses it all. It's like oh. the cannonball. It is kind of like the San Ignatius cannonball. It's like, that's yeah. what San Ignatius always wanted. I want to be this glorious soldier riding in on a white steed and save the woman. All of that comes crashing down. And only when it came crashing down for Hugh Jackman, did he realize, well, wow, I'm losing my wife and kids and friends like these people that i've built this amazing thing with because i had this idea of um yeah just like glory whatever money for myself but then he says from now on these eyes will not be blinded by the light and that that light is not the lead light which is god it's like this like the neon lights of that like this world like blared or like is like is like um inundating the world with saturating our our vision with that doesn't allow us to see the stars in heaven. Like That's the right. beautiful, amazing world that God has given us and find the true light because we're blinded by these neon, like bug zapping type lights. <laughs> and what you said about this, about this, let's go back to the star because this is what Pope Francis says. And so cool. Yeah. He says that in this talk, he says that desire comes from this Latin word. We love etymologies here on Pause and Play. Um, desire comes from the Latin word desiderium, desiderium. And in Spanish, it's deseo, or in Italian, it's desiderio. So, and, and it literally means the lack of the star. So, D-lack? D-lack. D-E-cidus. Like without that thing. Exactly. So you don't have the star. You don't possess the star. You can see it, you know, off in the distance, maybe like a little bit. You know it's there. You, you, some, some of its light is coming to you, but not all of it. But you can walk towards it, but you don't possess it, right? And so that's what this, that's what this dynamic of desire is, is that, is that you, you don't possess it fully, but you feel this tension to reach, to reach it, to keep mm. on moving forward. Um, and I love this point that, that the Pope says, because it's like desire is this ability to understand where I am or where I'm going. It's to, to understand if I'm still or if I'm moving, like, am I, am I going somewhere? Am I just, or am I just this, you know, inert, um, puddle of, of blob with no, no indication of like where I want to go or just, or whatever, or do I, do I have passions that are moving me? Do I have? And so I think Pope Francis wants to like, wake us up. Like, what's your desire? Yeah. Like no one ever became a saint by staying an inert puddle of blob. Like that's <laughs> like that's not that's not a sign of greatness. And uh, like, again, not. like going back to these like these the star is like this light that <clears throat> excuse me. If you get caught up in the lights of this world, like the the neon signs that says like you know free hot Krispy Kreme donut, and like and you jump from that, and then you desire like a smoothie, and then you just, like, and, like you're just like constantly going after all these things. You you lose sight of that star, 
yeah. your desire is going to, is never going to be satisfied by these other things. Cause you're made for that true light, which is the true star. And, and so he, he like, he's talking about in the same audience. Jesus asks us these leading questions that are uncomfortable for us. Going back to self-knowledge, like um, what Thomas Green said, like we don't necessarily even want to know ourselves because yeah. like I'm, yeah, I'm running from restaurant to club to bar to work to whatever and sort of avoiding that I'm made for something greater and I'm I'm just kind of scared of even – I'm scared of failure. I, I'm scared of like maybe, I don't know, my plans, things won't work out if I do like give up this thing and so like we kind of clutch onto what we know and what's close to us and what's easy. Yeah. And we're scared to just like open up to this horizon, which is God, which is, which beyond us say what we can control. Um, and so Jesus asks all throughout the gospel, going back to Pope Francis, like, do you want me to cure you? Or like to the blind man, what do you want for me to do? It's like, well, Jesus, it's really obvious. Like yeah. <laughs> it's a no brainer. This guy's blind uh, that he sees. But Jesus wants us to clarify for ourselves. Yeah. So he gives this really interesting example of the guy at the um at the pool that I've never like for 30 years, I've never been able to make it to the pool and like and like this magical, miraculous pool that when people get in there, they're no longer crippled. This guy's been crippled and he's like and so he instead of Jesus says, What do you want? He's he just complains. He starts complaining. And like that's sometimes what we do. Like, no, I want to be cured, I wanna be I wanna be free of this addiction. I wanna be able to say he's like and so Jesus says, oh, what do you want? Like, oh, do I really want to be free of this addiction? Do I really want to give that up? Or does it become something that like, almost like, oh, that's who I am. That's why I need that. Um, Jesus is so patient with us. God is yeah. so patient. He's so yeah. patient. And in this dynamic, he like, and Pope Francis says like, by engaging with di and dialogue with the Lord, we learn to understand what we truly want. That's a great line from, from Pope Francis. Like, and that's what Jesus does. Like he... He draws out of us things that we didn't, that we weren't aware of. Like he helps us to see who we are. And he does it, I just love this about him, is that he does it in such a, a humble, um, gentle way and totally allowing us, giving us the, the space, like the personal space, the freedom. He totally respects our freedom. He doesn't want to like, he, he's, he, I just, it's just amazing that God is like that for me. Like, because cause in, in many world religions, um, like, and one of the first ways that people understood who God, how God was like, God is like, like a, a big power or the, or the sun, or he's the force that moves all the planets or he, mm. he's, or he's, he's a violent God, like Zeus, like who even comes down and rapes other people or, or he demands to be recognized and justice and thunderstorms. And, and there's a certain element of truth in some of these things, right? Like the greatness of God, the transcendence, but I just love how Jesus shows us how, how in like in this dialogue that you said with this guy at the pool who was there for like 38 years, he, he obviously he wants to be healed, but Jesus like says like, what do you really want? You're like, do you really want to be healed? Like he invites him to, to, to come out of this closed dynamic where he's just focused on like the little problems of like, Oh, and like the guys, you know, blocking me from going like he's invites him out of that. He, he make to make his vision much bigger. And I think that's what desire is about. Like desire is not just um, a whim. It's not like a, uh, like a capricious little whim that like, oh, you know, today I want to go to Five Guys and tomorrow I want to go to Taco Bell or whatever. No, it's like the deep thing. Like what are the, your deep desires in life? 
Yeah. Because those yeah. are the things that you need to judge afterwards. Like those are the things that should inform your judgment afterwards and the choices that you make, the type of jobs that you go after, the, the, the person you marry, um, the courses that you take, um, like the big deep and even, desires. Even the things you, know. you say no to, like the, like this is one of the things that I love what Pope Francis said, cause like your yes, when it's like a informed discerned, yes, that like he said, he brought up the example of a doctor, which I thought I loved that. Um, for us yeah. priests, there's things yeah. we say no to that are like, you're going to say no to good things. But because you have a desire for something that's like that you're focused on, like a greater good, like a desire that speaks to your heart. And so there's a lot of good things out there. But if you just go to all of them, you're just like like a magnet to this thing, like a magnet to that. You're never yeah. actually going to stay the course and reach the destination and the goal because you're all over the place. And so saying yes to this is to whatever it is, like you need to know and like get in touch with your desire. Like he said, the core or the fiber or whatever of your being, get in touch with that. And then, yeah. and then say no is almost easier because there's like, kind of going back to that first episode, like there's a joy there. And he, like Pope Francis brought up in that first audience, uh -huh. like the guy who sells everything to buy the field with the treasure. Yeah. It wasn't like, he didn't go back and forth and back and forth. Right? Like he found a treasure and all the other stuff was immediately like, even though what St. Paul says, like rubbish in comparison. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. free. You're now free to choose that good. You're free yeah. to say no to things that aren't helping you get to that. Yes, yes, because saying no is is can be good. Yes, <laughs> like sometimes we think that freedom is just okay. I want all my options. I want like sixty-seven different types of cereal, of like cinnamon cereal, <laughs> or like La Palma in Rome. Like the gelato place has like one hundred fifty flavors. One hundred fifty. Like like we just want so many options and. There are good things about options. Yes, of course. Like I like having, um, you know, triple, double decker, you know, whatever type Mango, of ice cream. Mango, coffee, lime with a twist of stevia. Exactly. Like I love that, and I don't, and I never want that to go away. But and it doesn't have to. <laughs> but there's also a bad thing about having so many options because it can it can paralyze us from choosing what's from seeing even what's really important, right? Except Pope Francis says atrophy our desire. I thought that was so cool. Oh, what a what a great verb. Yeah. Like all those choices atrophies us. It like like those like atrophy, it means like the muscles grow weak. Like it like we just you just become an inert puddle of, of blob. Oh, there it goes again. That inert puddle of blob. That inert puddle of blob <laughs> wouldn't even know what to do with himself in La Palma, this amazing oh. gelato place near the Pantheon, if you ever go to Rome, <laughs> check it out. But I, but I you, know what I you want. You should come to Rome for my ordination next year. Yes. Your nation, folks. It'll be around <laughs> April and May 2024. That's right. Uh, but let, let's be people who know what we want. And that's yes. going to take time. Um, we're going to, in the future, a couple of um, episodes later, talk about like how we can even be in touch with ourselves through the examination of conscience. Not like the examine to like know what's, what I sin before I go to confession, but examine to know like what moves me. And like as you get deeper into touch with what moves you, you're going to notice this is what I really desire. This is what God has placed in my heart. Tell me why, why is life dealt me this card? Cause I'm going all in. All right, Father Luke, I believe that there are two cards left. And right, one so of them, one of them is for you. And I know which ones they are. <laughs> and I know which one I want you to get. It's a both, it's a Jack or Joker. So you're going to tell me left hand or right hand. 
Left right hand. hand left, left hand. hand. Left hand. Left Are hand. Are you sure? Yes. Jack. No! <laughs> dang it! <laughs> this episode, Brother Andrew is going to tell us a hilarious joke. So, oh, uh, Jack, um, this is a, what would I say to Jack about his desires? Um, wait, is it my turn or your turn? It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. So, uh, wait, are you making up your own question and you get to answer it or do well, I get well, to make up? Well, or do you have a question about desire for Jack? Like on behalf of Jack? Well, Let's say you're Jack? Jack calling in. Okay. This is Jack. Um, okay. He, he's um, got, yeah. Um, uh, hi, my name is uh, Jack. I'm a really popular kid at, uh, high school. It's probably and... because you curl your hair at the end. <laughs> and I have a question about desires. Um, sure. Go ahead, Jack. I have a lot of desires. I want to be a meteorologist. I want to be an amazing lawyer. I want to be the Pope, and I want to be a journalist. How do I know which one to do? Thank you. Bye. Okay, uh, Jack. So you, it sounds like you have a lot of gifts <laughs> and talents. You can uh, tell when it's about to rain, or at least when it's raining, and uh, and you want to report on that and be a journalist. I don't see actually how those things could even contradict themselves because. You could totally be a journalist who journals on the weather. Um, so I would say, uh, why do you desire those things? Go go deeper and see like like what is behind that desire. What's what's deep down what you desire? If you're desiring money and that's a quick, easy way to make money, think again. I would say, if it's because everyone's telling you you'd make a great meteorologist because you have just that like newscaster anchorman smile, but you've always wanted to do something else, don't do it just because everyone's telling you to do it. Um, he did say he was popular. Remember that. Yeah. So like, we can't be swayed by those kind of things. Those are like the neon lights that if you were listening to the episode, Jack, you wouldn't even had to ask this question, but sorry. Amazing. Um, yeah. but if like, those are these <laughs> other things, these like smaller lights that aren't the star that was going to bring you true happiness. So I would say if you feel passionate about, um, providing the rest of us with a, uh, accurate or at least reliable prediction of what the weather's going to look like this coming week. That's like, you're passionate about that. You've always found joy in that. Um, you're, you're passionate about helping people in that way. And that is very important. And I don't know why brother Andrew's smiling. Cause that's a great vocation to be a meteorologist. <laughs> well, he also, he also said that he wants to be a lawyer and the Pope. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so how can he, how does he combine all these desires into one like mega desire? Nope. Okay, Jack, I think you want to pay attention to our podcast, you know, because saying yes to that thing that you truly desire is going to have is going to mean saying no to certain things. So, so oh, um, if you desire to be the Pope, go deeper and be like, why do I desire that? And kind of like what we walked through that. So I'd say go back and listen to our episode again. Like if you desire that, why? And like what after that? Like what is deeper there? So, oh, I would desire that because this. Okay, well, then why that? And go deeper and say, okay, in the end, what I want to do is uh, – be a mentor for young people as they, okay, then like, what's the best road for that? Um, look at the opportunities that are, uh, God is opening up around you. You just met a really fulfilled um, teacher at this high school. And like that seems like a great way to fulfill that. Or you met this awesome priest and you think, oh, I could see myself doing that. Um, allow God to speak to you through your desires, but also through the circumstances around you. Um, and if it is meteorology, or if it is being a lawyer, uh, if you're following that desire that you have deep down, then you're going to be fulfilled doing that, young man. Well, well, on behalf of Jack, let me thank you for that. 
um, answer laying it out right there for, for me, for Jack. You're very I'm welcome. Not Jack. I'm not Jack. <laughs> Jack's right here in my pocket. Um, so, uh, folks, that was the episode on desire. Uh, let's continue getting to know ourselves and trusting that God is trying to speak to you always, always in this podcast, through the things around you, through the events and circumstances of your life. Pay attention to your desires, folks. Don't you know, be inert blobs of inert puddle. blobbiness. Because yes. remember, folks, like if you're just like going around like crazy, like chickens with their head cut off. You're just doing. That's not what we do on this podcast because we don't just do. We do quay. Shout out to our old TGIF. Oh, yeah, TGIFF. <laughs> How about you all? <laughs>